Hey, this is Justin Barrier. I'm Rob Mahoney. And I'm Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazzy Lambray. And we are the hosts of Group Chat on the Ringer NBA show. Hey, did you guys know the Ringer NBA show feed now has shows six times a week? On Sundays, you can find me chopping it up with some of my favorite people from the NBA world on weekends with Waz. On Mondays and Thursdays, you can listen to Logan Murdoch and Raja Bell on Real Ones. And on Tuesdays, J. Kyle Mann and Jonathan Sharks discuss up-and-coming talent in the NBA on Upside High. Wednesdays, you can listen to Justin, Rob, and myself on Group Chat. And on Fridays, check out The Answer with Chris Ryan and Sirit Sohi. So go ahead and follow The Ringer NBA Show on Spotify. We promise you'll never run out of content. This episode of The Ringer F1 Show is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by ArmorAll. When you want the best for your car, preparation is everything. That's why teams like Oracle Red Bull Racing use ArmorAll to prep their team vehicles. From interior cleaning and protectant wipes to car wash and wheel and tire cleaner, ArmorAll, America's number one trusted auto appearance brand, has what it takes to keep the two-time defending champions looking their best inside and out. And get this, now through May 31st, you can get $5 back when you spend $20 prepping your car like the Oracle Red Bull Racing team. All you have to do is upload your receipt to ArmorAll's website after you buy. Visit armorall.com for program details and redemption. Terms apply. Armorall, chosen by champions. It is the Rare F1 Show, part of the Rare Podcast Network. I am Kevin Clark. Michael Bauman joins me. Really quick qualifying recap. Just wanted to get something to you guys. Uh, see you uh, Sunday. Here it is. All right, Leclerc first, Carlos Sainz second, Max Verstappen third, Sergio Perez fourth, Valtteri Bottas fifth, Lewis Hamilton sixth, Gasly seventh, Lando Norris eighth, Yuki Tsunoda ninth, Lance Stroll tenth. Um, surprises from Saturday. Yeah, I think seeing the pace that Russell had on Friday, topping the the timing charts, and then <clears throat> not even making it out of Q2, he was frustrated with it after... Um, after the session, um, I would have been, it looked like the, the Mercedes was going to be back to where they were a year ago or close to it, uh, on Friday. And then the porpoising was back on Saturday and nobody really seemed to have an answer for that. So Russell said he was a bit confused, to be honest. Um, Him and me was, both. <laughs> here's the quote. Qualifying was slower than I expected. Uh, then when he did the second practice, I mean, the second practice yesterday looked like Mercedes was back. Mm-hmm. That was what we were talking about yesterday on the podcast with Lawrence and, and Nate, it was like, how soon can we say for Mercedes is back? And is it now? And that was one practice session. And now Toto says the car is not handling any better than it did previous weeks. Um, they maybe have a better handle on the problem, but, but generally uh, they're right back where they started. It's Toto this morning seemed, he didn't seem uh, to be convinced that the problems were gone, but he said that they saw a path to, to making it better. And mm-hmm. I don't know, Hamilton keeps saying had, that. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton, Hamilton was good. Hamilton's the one guy who keeps saying 
you know, we're, we're not fighting for a championship. We're, we're struggling to understand the car. He keeps taking a little more of a realistic tone. Toto, listen, Toto's figured out a million F1 problems in his career. And so is Lewis, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, but this is not, um, I, I think Lewis is, is the guy to listen to a little more than Toto. So you were in the, the pen talking to, to Russell and I didn't, um, uh, no big deal. Yeah. Well, I was in the press conference with uh, with the top three, but um, did he say anything about why he aborted those first two laps? Because it seemed like he just had a really rough Q2 start to to finish and didn't really get a chance to put the whole thing together until about four minutes from the end of the session. Yeah, so um, I, I did not hear that part. Um, part of it was that um, there was a very funny thing going on with the media tonight where the Porsche race was going, and which is normally fine. Um, but afterwards, uh, after when the, when the media was uh, talking to the drivers, the, the Porsche sounds were going through the stadium because the stadium is, uh, as if you've ever seen Hard Rock Stadium, it's, there's basically four columns on each mm -hmm. side. And we were in one of those columns and the noise was coming in and rattling around and we literally, nobody could hear it. So the fact that Russell was able to get out the quotes he, he did <laughs> um, is actually phenomenal. Um, I don't know the technical reason for that. Everybody had a rough Q2, it sounds like. Okay, so let's get to who got one too. Um, yeah, is it, what, what an American podcast we are that we had. We just talked about Lewis and, and George Russell before we got to the actual one too. Is that you, know, you were t saying the other day that winning isn't everything? That you know you need to be able to, to find. Uh, I've never uh, said that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm that must have been somebody centric. else. That must have been like the Yankees. Must have been somebody else. Um, okay, so this was. I mean, listen, Leclerc. It was interesting because. I think that Sergio Perez said earlier today, he's really worried about the grip and the traction. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing he said was, Ferrari can ride the curbs better. Ferrari's better at low speeds. I think if that's true, and I, I, we've, we've seen a lot of that, if guys go a little slower, if this is a slower race than we think in the corners because of the grip problems, this could be a Ferrari weekend. Um, and we're seeing that a little bit. Carlos Sainz stayed on the track. Um, I'm, I'm going to get into the track thing in a second here. Yeah. But Carlos Sainz stayed on the track. Leclerc did what he needed to do. In the straights, the top speed was Red Bull-esque. 336 kilometers an hour was the top speed in each uh, qualifying session. Um, it's 208 miles per hour, by the way, if you're counting at home. Um, I think that Ferrari has to feel good, not only with the, with the performance in corners, which has been consistent the entire season, but also those, those straight line speeds, man. At a track like this, we're going to need to do both. I, they have to be the favorite. It's everything. And starting, not only starting from pole, but locking out the front row. So Verstappen can't bum rush him off the start into that, uh, that slow first corner, um, is going to be huge. We'll see what, what Carlos Sainz does. Cause he looked absolutely bereft after, after finishing P2 in, um, uh, in the post race mm -hmm. or sorry, in the, the post qualifying that, but you mentioned the curbs, I think that could be huge because the, the section was giving everybody trouble, or one of them at least was that section under the bridge, 14, 15, mm -hmm. 16. This is the mistake generator. That's yeah. what they call it. I mean, it's Yuki Sonoda called uh, one of the slow sections the Formula E sector. I was yeah, saying yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. today, this this is like a, a wait, late so, night. So wait, the reason that started is because someone in a media session, I actually don't know the driver, said, uh, it was that they said, What did you think about this turnpike? It may have been said Vettel. Mm. Uh, they said, what did you think about the turnpike sec sector? And the driver said, I don't know what a turnpike is because that's an extremely right. American thing. And someone said, the Formula E bit. And he said, oh, yeah, 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 that one. So that's why it's caught on among the drivers. So, yeah. So when we were on the track the other day, I was saying, like, this doesn't feel, you know, I don't feel a sense of place. But then watching them go under that turnpike, like, 
that could be nowhere else but like the Sun Belt of the United States. Like I was going to say, like it looks less like Formula E to me than like a late nineties cart, you know, street uh, street track from. from Let me tell you what it looks like to me. It looks like traffic after a Marlins Reds game in 2003 because I've been on that's that's what you use that ramp to do. Mm -hmm. AJ Burnett just started and now we're (laughs) we're going home. Um, So anyway, we saw, but you mentioned the curves and we saw Max like put his car in the air going over one of those curbs in um in practice and nobody really seems to have a quick line through there figured out we saw a bunch of guys bounce off the wall in 16 and you know i'm that's gonna somebody's gonna go absolute yard sale um through that in the race it's i think that's gonna be um the cause of, of a lot of drama and it's gonna continue to give people problems on on sunday this episode is brought to you by armor all when you want the best for your car preparation is everything that's why teams like Oracle Red Bull Racing use Armorall to prep their team vehicles. From interior cleaning and protectant wipes to car wash and wheel and tire cleaner, Armorall, America's number one trusted auto appearance brand, has what it takes to keep the two-time defending champions looking their best inside and out. And get this, now through May 31st, you can get $5 back when you spend $20 prepping your car like the Oracle Red Bull Racing team. All you have to do is upload your receipt to Armorall's website after you buy. Visit armorall.com for program details and redemption. Terms apply. Armorall, chosen by champions. This episode is brought to you by Mobile One. The Mobile One brand knows podcasts are a great escape. You can listen to people talking about living and maybe even driving, but of course, there's no substitute for the real thing. So the next time you're looking for an escape, try an actual escape. Take this podcast for a ride in the car and immerse yourself in the drive. Because sometimes the best way to escape reality is to truly live in it. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Visit loveofdriving.us slash the ringer to learn more. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A couple of things I want to get to with Red Bull, but I want to talk about the track real quick. So Yuki Sonoda said he's worried there's not going to be any overtaking because there's a lack of grip on, tra- on the track. You know, Max was saying he's still learning kind of the, what, what even the track is. Mm-hmm. He only had four or five laps. We're going to get to that in a second. But he... What Yuki said was basically, um, people are gonna, there's not gonna be a lot of aggression out there because you cannot run off at all. If you run off, and if it rains tomorrow, and it might because we're in Florida, if it rains tomorrow, it's gonna be absolute chaos because you cannot run off that track at all because it's already weirdly wet. It's, well, it's greasy because it's, yeah. it's so hot. It's right. like the track temperature is yes. in, the, in the 50 Celsius yes. or whatever, you know, whatever yes. that is in Fahrenheit. Yes. And so, um, Fernando Alonso also said something similar. Checkup Perez also said something similar. So I think we're, we're gonna get, maybe a little bit more chaos than, than we were anticipating. Um, it's funny because, and I talked about this a couple of days ago on this podcast, 
there was an expectation that they built this track knowing cars can be close together, knowing this could be an overtake sort of gener not just a mistake generator, an overtake generator, and this could be really competitive racing. If the grip isn't there, none of that comes to fruition. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. We get the same thing we had at Imola where there's just only one clean line. And you know, this is something Sainz was talking about after qualifying. He was saying he was hoping that the uh, uh, the FI makes sure that they get two clean lines so that it's not just whoever's on the racing line gets a clean start and they never see him again. Um, and but if there's you know if there's only one way around the track, it doesn't really matter how many DRS zones if if you pull out and you can't break. So Red Bull. You mentioned earlier, their only path here is splitting the two Ferraris quickly, very, very quickly. Um, what happens here? I think Sainz does something weird and takes out Leclerc. That's my my okay. hot take. Well, no, he's, <laughs> okay. a, he's a hockey enforcer now? No, well, no. Sainz is... Oh, oh he's, 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 he's he panics. He's yeah, worried he's, he's turning into... Yeah, he's you know giving him the, the Nico Rosberg a little bit. And... Uh, and Verstappen could come through and take advantage of that chaos. I think that you know, signs can see co-equal status slipping away, and and he might do something weird to uh, to try to stave that off. But I mean, it's going to be tough to to get past both of them at the start, or get even get past one of them at the start for Verstappen, um, unless somebody drops a gear at the at the start. They can just block them out, and it's not that big a run to to turn one the way it is in in other tracks where you can draft and then uh, pull out and try to break late or try to outbreak your uh, the driver who started in front of you. So the weather's going to be huge. You, you alluded to it a second ago. They've only really been, I believe, the the quote from I think it was Christian Horner. They've had one practice session like this uh, in Bahrain that was this hot. They haven't had a race like this. They haven't had a qualifying session like this. It's going to be in the high 80s, low 90s. Tire degradation is going to be massive, and they don't know. Listen, you can't put that through a stim simulator, okay? They don't know what that's going to look like. With the lack of maybe overtaking, with the grip, uh, the grip problems, with the tires, um, with the degradation, this could be a little more of a, a strategy race than we anticipated. I think that's probably right. I think if we see an interesting race and we see back and forth, that's going to be where it comes from. Because uh, just not not even the weather or the the nature of the circuit in terms of, of layout and the long straights or the lack of real high speed corners. I mean, we got those those S's, but those aren't really corners. Um, but the the nature of the asphalt, which has given them so much trouble in practice and qualifying, I think the they're not really sure how the tires are going to react with the heavy fuel loads for an hour and a half's worth of racing. Botas. Big. Mega, what, what, to use the that, word. Okay. I'm going to borrow the, the Twitter meme. Just like, no one, colon, everybody who lives in England, mega. Just absolutely is it mega. Even, is it even an England thing or is it just an F1 thing? Because I don't hear this in like soccer or cycling. I, I don't know. What okay. is it? Every, everybody. So I, a couple F1 journalists have been kind enough to introduce me to some people and uh, like, like press officers and stuff. Mm. And as soon as I get near hospitality, the only thing anybody says who works for a team is, well, this is a mega event. Idioms, man. <laughs> I There's a imagine, lot I don't I understand imagine, about like, remember, the British. Remember in college, how like all of your friends, like somebody would start saying something and you'd all say within a week, mm -hmm. right? Sketch was yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And uh, like I had a, one friend who just kept saying, I'm over it. And like we just said over it for every, any, literally any negative thing mm -hmm. for like a year. Just over it, I'm over it. Um, so I think that, 
um, an F1 paddock where it's, you know, a couple hundred people in the same place at the same time traveling the world. Like, I feel like one word can just completely take over a paddock. I could see that. Yeah. But, you know, as far as mega goes, I'm over it. Thank you. I'm over it. I'm, I'm over, over it. it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Um, all right. So Botas, you know, he mentioned in, in his, in his press thing today, he's extremely happy and he was extremely happy to do that bike race last week. And, um, he ended up podium being, he was excited. He says for first podium of the year. Um, this is just like, it's not a Cinderella story cause he's not going to win anything. Um, but this is like as good of a, of a next chapter as you could expect. And, 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 and Saturday just solidified that. Yeah, and particularly because this team was nowhere for for a year or two before he got there, and then the, they nailed the rules change right off the bat. The Ferrari power units, the class of the field. He's got a competitive car. It just seems like he's happy. He's got security, which seems to have really you know the lack of security. The series of one year contracts really seemed to 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 bug him during his time in Mercedes. You know, he's not going to win a championship here, but. There are other ways to to be happy other than winning, you know. And I think he hit his ceiling. And whether he would admit that outwardly or not, I think he he knows that the world championship was probably never going to happen. So he might might as well just go somewhere that makes him happy. I completely agree. I mean, it was, it's it's truly. I feel I, happy for him. No, I truly I don't feel happy for any athlete ever. And whenever Twitter is like, oh, you just got to feel happy for this guy, I'm kind of like, I, I, I don't know, I'm kind of neutral on the guy, like. This is an example. I'm just thrilled. I mean, maybe this is the Netflix effect, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is, and we talked, you know, I've been on Brian Curtis's pod, I've been on a couple others, where we've talked about how Netflix is able to generate superstars in a way that other sports are not, right? And I think that there's something to be said for the fact that, like, because Botas took us behind the curtain, and we were able to see how much... His uh, naked backside. His, <laughs> his spa. His spa yeah. and, 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 and his shop. Um because we were able to see his struggles, I think that you you ended up getting, um, you ended up getting a, a, a deeper side than than really anybody. And I think yeah. that even now in this era where guys post on social media and we're supposed to like say, "Oh wow, they're so they're so vulnerable," I don't I don't think that really takes no, you through. That's it cultivated, quite, yeah. Right. The, the, Botas struggled with being the number two at the best team in the world, and um, and we saw that, and, and that's why there's there's so much joy for him. Yeah, and that really makes me happy for Carlos Sainz has moved to Alfa Romeo in five years. Five? Way under. <laughs> hey, um, so a couple of speaking of signs, um, there were some complaints on the track because he said he got in the in an accident in second gear mm-hmm. yesterday and that it really hurt and that the barriers need some some protection. So a little bit of griping about the um about the track, still some getting used to. Verstappen again said that he really was he was surprised he did so well in qualifying because he doesn't know the track. Yeah. So we're gonna see we're going to see some spice tomorrow, I think. Yeah. I think these guys all really want to like this track because it's got a lot of, because it's fast and because they like the venue. They, you know, like being in, in Miami, they don't want to dump on the track, but it's, uh, it's unproven, you know, it's, it's an unproven design. I think that, uh, once they race on it this year, that'll one of the team principals made this point this morning. I forget which, but once they race on it this year, they'll refine it. They'll, you know, shave out a couple of corners maybe, and and it'll be much better next year. Maybe you know, figure out how to get asphalt everyone, to stick to the road. Everyone but, hates chicane. Um, all right, haven't seen all of this. Who wins tomorrow? Um, Leclerc has been impressive because of how quiet he's been all weekend. I haven't really noticed him throughout 
practice or qualifying. And I think he's just taking care of business. And right now, I think he and the Ferrari are the, the fastest package on the track, particularly because Verstappen himself has said, you know, he's still learning the track. And, you know, Sunday, Sunday afternoon is a, a very high stakes time to not be completely comfortable with where you're racing. Leclerc. It's yeah. Leclerc. And then I think Max second. Probably. And I, I'm, I'm going Hamilton podium. I like that. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Some who, um, no, I'm gonna go Botas. Yeah, I knew you were gonna do that. I was thinking about it first. I'm jealous. <laughs> you should have. Fortune, you, fortune you that the out. brave. Yeah. All right. See you tomorrow, buddy. All right. See you. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.